0: Today's readings are Proverbs 7-9, through 9, Rabbit Trails. We read over a significant statement yesterday, and I wanted to take time to address and discuss it today. Proverbs 6, verses sixteen nineteen. 19 Yeah, we're backtracking a bit. It reads, there are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to Him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. Now, first of all, we know that the Father hates all sin. Not sinners, but sin. However, I'm not getting into that whole hate the sin, not the sinner theology here. I'm with Mark Lowry on that. We should hate our own sin. I don't have time to hate my sin and your sin, too. Back to my point. Hate, in terms of speaking of the Father, is not the same as hate in us. In us, hate, in itself, is a sin. In the Father, hate means to be set against something. Think good versus evil, hero versus villain, because that is an accurate representation about how the Father feels about sin. And if we turn against it, and follow him, he will rescue us. Now, while he hates all sin, this passage tells us that there are some sins which he carries an especial hatred of, to the point of them being an abomination to him. These are things that, as believers, we should avoid at all costs. Note that we don't accidentally commit one of these sins. We consciously choose to commit them regardless of whether or not we are able to admit that. Let's break them down a bit. Haughty eyes. Now, depending on which translation you use, your Bible may mention arrogance or pride here. Either way, it is generally agreed that this verse is referring to pride. Pride is a destructive force, especially in the life of a believer. Pride can build a wall however unintentional, that separates us from Yahweh's will for our lives due to our stubborn clinging to our own wisdom over His. A lying tongue. Proverbs 12.22 says this perfectly. Lying lips are an abomination to Yahweh, but those who act faithfully are His delight. I know if the choice is between being an abomination or delight to the Father, I sure want to end up on the delight side of things. Hands that shed innocent blood. This points to the sixth commandment, but the fact that the other commandments of Yahweh are not listed here in no way diminishes them. A heart that devises wicked plans. So many people have the false idea that if they appear to be a good person, check off all the boxes, like show up in church, donate things, dress a certain way, etc., that they'll be fine. But the Father sees into our hearts. He sees that we carry that Bible but don't obey it. We attend that church, but worship idols in our lives, etc. He knows my heart is a common refrain we hear today as an excuse for pretty much everything from A to Z. It's odd that he knows my heart brings such comfort and lends an excuse to live however we choose rather than how he instructs. I've personally never heard someone say he knows my heart unless it was in response to the knowledge that they are living in direct disobedience or with lack of regard for the Father's will. In my own life, I've revised that phrase. He knows my heart, so I'd best get that in order. Feet that are quick to rush into evil. If we were to see Satan himself, would we rush to him? Certainly not. But so many of the things we rush to are unrecognized evil. You may read this and think, I'd never rush to evil. But anything we cling to, hasten to, are passionate about, or enjoy with zeal that goes directly against the Father is evil. This verse can be turned around and examined from many ways, but I just want to add recognition to that one facet of the stone. A false witness that breathes out lies. Note that so far, two of the seven things the Father hates involve sins we commit through our speech. This one is something that can end a friendship faster than a speeding train for me. In this category are gossip, slander, and seemingly innocent speech that is meant to sow seeds of doubt into someone's character. In Hebrew, this manner of speech is referred to as lashon hara, or evil speech. And the father detests it, so we're to have nothing to do with it. That includes listening to it as well. I'm blessed with some very wise friends who have taught me that when someone begins to gossip, it's wise to stop them and let them know, I don't want to hear it, or remove myself from the situation entirely. Evil speech can destroy relationships, families, churches, communities, workplaces, neighborhoods, and much more. It breaks hearts and cuts into souls. It is never innocent. And it is always intentional on some level, and evil on all levels. If our Father detests it, how can we not separate ourselves from it? A person who stirs up conflict in a community, or one who sows discord among brothers. And now we come to our third abominable sin that involves the tongue. person who stirs up conflict in a community, or sows discord among brothers. The Father offers us His peace, and peace is important to Him. We have that if we walk in his ways, according to his wisdom. He gifts us with shalom. One of the first signs that we've left that path and sought after other things is that our peace is disrupted. Person who willingly goes around disrupting peace in the lives of others will find themselves separated from Yahweh. He will not abide it. Three out of the seven things that the Father considers an abomination involve our speech. A sure sign, along with many other scriptures to back it up, that a wise person who seeks to follow the way of Yahweh will learn to control their tongue. I focused on this today because this passage always sticks out to me with that opening line, there are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. When I see a statement that says my father finds some things to be an abomination to him, my immediate response is, I want to know those things so that I may not grieve my Father any more than I already have. Proverbs 7 reminds us of how great the temptation will be to turn aside from the narrow path. The wide path will look good. It will convince us it is good, and our hearts will want to declare it is good. Without being versed and practiced and being steadfast in the ways of our Father, we can easily choose to become a victim of this. This is why Joshua said, with such a definitive tone in his words, Choose this day whom you will serve. That's from Joshua 24. We have to decide which way we're going to go ahead of those battles and temptations, and then we must go in it. To do anything else is to commit adultery directly against the Most High. I could write all day just about these three chapters in Proverbs, so at this point in our reading and study, I just have to choose some highlights or you'll be here all day reading my notes. On that note, I'll leave you to glean from the wisdom of our readings today, and I look forward to your discussions and comments in the group. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 We are saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of our salvation, but it is the fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.